This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What up? Marty, we should get you in the intro. Here's your host, Paul and Mr. Producer. Gonna miss you, man. We're getting ready to go to Louisiana. First time there, Mississippi. But uh, in the studio today and uh, flying on out later on this afternoon to New Orleans. You ever been there? One time. I have never been there, and uh, I'm kind of excited. We're flying into New Orleans. Thanks again, Sean Spencer, for the ticket. And uh, then I got to figure out my plans, but I got to get from New Orleans to Hattiesburg, Mississippi, which is actually like over an hour. So we'll get all that figured out. I'm excited today, guys. We're going to talk about connecting with our destiny connecting with our destiny. This is something that I'm in process of in my life, and I want to be living the dream. I want to be living in destiny. I want to be, I'm going to share some stories of jobs that I've hated. (laughs) I've been, my my job at Best Burger Marty was so bad, I wasn't, they wouldn't even let me flop the burger. Actually, what's funny is the owner of the restaurant, his name was Marty. He's this tall guy. Uh, His name is Marty. And uh, eventually, we parted ways. <laughs> I'll tell that whole story. Put put that in the script. Marty gives me a script now because I get so off topic. I have to stick. He gives me some boundaries. But p- add that story in because I, I want to share that story later on in the show. Uh, before Marty yells at me, let's thank today's show sponsors. Jobber, Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Thanks again to Mike Pletz, How to Hardscape Podcast. Make sure you guys go over there and... Uh, Help him out. I told him we'd beef up his numbers for him. He's got a new show, and uh, he's got a lot of momentum, but we want to give him a little, little get the Green Industry Podcast audience behind Mike at How To Hardscape Podcast. Thanks again, Ring Lawn Care, Stillwater, Minnesota, and Caleb Allman. He is, of course, the uh, hardscape expert in retaining walls and stone, pati- stone patio pavers. Say that, Marty. Stone patio papers. Maybe I didn't even say that right, but the link will be in today's show's notes, how to install pavers.net. Caleb's got those courses there. Well, I'm excited. You know, right before you go to the airport, which if you live in Atlanta, you got to go. It's like a whole day. Uh, it's like a whole day's journey because you got to drive down there with all the crazy Atlanta traffic. Then I actually parked my truck at uh, this place offsite. It's in the hood. Of, I mean, it's in the hood hood. But they, uh, everything's all, you know, it's got, it's, it's, I don't know how safe it is, but it definitely, the airport parking is so expensive uh, in Atlanta. So anyway, they pick you up in a little shuttle bus and then they, they drive you like five minutes or whatever to the airport. But then the line at the airport, it is so long. I remember one time, Marty, I went, I forget where I was going, maybe the Echo or Michigan, or it was one of these trips that, you know, big, big, important trip. And I get there and the line was so long. I was like, oh my gosh, I, it's going to be at least two hour flight or two hour wait. Um, you know what I mean? So if you actually get there an hour and a half early, you're going to miss your flight. The line was so long. So, and I'm like, there's no way. Cause I actually stumbled in a little late. I, I, I probably had like 50 minutes to spare 45, 50 minutes. So I'm like, you know, they have that line for the, um, you know, uh, 
whatever it is, the, the first class and the pilots and all. I don't even know what it is. There's a special line at the airport. And uh, it's not it's not the TSA pre-select line. That line was packed. The regular line was packed. They just they had this other little line, special line. That, I, I don't know. You, you got to be special to go into that line. So I just said, Lord, <laughs> I'm, there's no chance. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss the flight if I, if I stay in this long security line. And so I'm just going to try to go through and sneak my way through that other line. And I don't know how. I, I pulled it off. I, I pulled it off. I have no idea. I'm like, I'm just going to act like I belong in this line. And I'm standing there. And there's this, you could tell this guy was a real fancy businessman. I have my Baker Mayfield jersey on. I look like, <laughs> I did not look like a, uh, uh, whatever, whoever these people are in this line. I stood out like a sore thumb, but in my mind, I'm like, I'm getting through. I'm getting through. I'm getting through. So then I go to the guy, and he's just chilling there, and, he, and he's, you know, I give him my little pass or, you know, the, the airline ticket thing and my ID, and I'm just stand. I mean, I'm just standing there like I'm supposed to be in this line. You know what I mean? And I have no, what for whatever reason, he just scans the thing, and he just, I'm, I'm walking by. I'm like, oh, boy how in the world did I just pull that off and uh, I mean it was still a close call even after all that I you know I you got to take a at the Atlanta airport's the busiest airport in the world or at least it has been you know pretty much every year it seems like I haven't checked the report for 2020 but or 2019 but it's you know it's the busiest airport in the world almost every year and uh, so then you got to go and you got to get on like this train and then that takes you to your terminal and then you got to go to your gate I mean it's it's not like I go to some of these airports or basically all the other airports. I'm like, you know, this airport's small compared to Atlanta. So anyway, I made it and uh, I got on. But uh, I say all that to say this. I got to get there plenty earlier, plenty early today because I'm, I'm never going to go through that stress again. I, I was getting a little bit greedy with, you know, getting to the airport with less and less time to spare because I'd always pull it off every single time. I'm like, ooh. This is going to be tight, and then I'd always make it. And then that specific day, I got really greedy. I'm like, ah, I'll show up an hour before, breathe through the line, breathe through the train, go to my gate. I got it all. You know, I'm, I'm uh, traveling a lot these days, and so that day uh, humbled me big time. Now I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be down there three hours before the flight, and if I have, you know, extra time uh, at the airport, I'll watch TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I'll make a TikTok. I have a I have a TikTok I'm gonna make on the airplane though, because it's uh Sean Spencer bought me my plane ticket. Thank you, Sean. But he didn't get me first class. <laughs> so I'm gonna TikTok the people in first class and make a funny TikTok. Hopefully. That's my plan. So all right, hey, let's go ahead and roll these commercials. Coming up, we're gonna talk about connecting with our destiny. Are you interested in becoming a professional hardscaper? The How to Install Pavers 2.0 comprehensive guide will teach you everything you need to know from site logistics to final paver install. Caleb Allman and his team focus on the installation knowledge of excavation, base installation, compaction, and more, all to accepted guidelines. Allman Landscape has over 20 years of industry experience and they reveal their best tips and secrets with over two hours of paver installation content. This video and their How to Install Retaining Wall Comprehensive Guide is available at howtoinstallpavers.net. That's howtoinstallpavers.net. 
What's happening everyone? This is Mike from How to Hardscape to say that we are proud to be sponsoring the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jameson. I am the host of the How to Hardscape Podcast where we are dedicated to bringing you the most valuable content in the world of hardscaping as we interview industry leaders and experts to talk on a wide variety of subjects that will help expand and master the services you offer to improve your business. You can learn more at howtohardscape.com and find the resources that we have created there, including our budget and estimate spreadsheet that will help you know your numbers better and to ensure you are covering your expenses with every estimate sent out. Once again, that is howtohardscape.com. Hey guys, Paul here, and I want to tell you about how using the CRM Jobber has increased efficiency and organization in our business. I remember those days of chasing the checks, the old checks in the mail. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, and wasting time trying to collect those payments from our customers. Well, now that we use Jobber, we have our customers' cards on file, and we get paid faster, a lot faster. Like immediately after the job's done, we charge the card, or in some cases, we charge it the first of each month. Now this helps cash flow and it reduces a ton of stress. Jobber's offering a free trial. If you just want to try it out and see if it's a right fit for your business, we're going to leave that link in today's show's notes. Click on the link and just navigate Jobber and uh, check it out if it's the CRM for your company. All righty. Well, I want to talk about today finding your flow. What I mean by that is there's this flow that I've found in life and I'm in process of finding it, where everything's just clicking together. You'll get lost for hours in work, and there's a peace about it. There's a pleasantness about it. Everything's kind of fruitful, productive, going well, and you're just you're you're in that vibe. You're in that stream. You're in that flow. And I've found that in in times of day that work better than other parts of the day, and in things that I enjoy doing. And so part of connecting with our destiny and figuring out what are, what are we created for? What, what, what are we created for on this earth? What's our destiny? What's the dream over our life? And I, I, I ask that, I, I close my eyes and I ask God, I said, God, what do you, you dreamed about me millions of years before you made me? What's, what's your dream for my life? What am I put on this planet for? What, what's your destiny for me? How, how do I connect with that? And there's things in my life that I don't enjoy doing. There's jobs that I've had where I've gone, oh, I hate that. Like I have to go to work. And it's actually, there's a uh, disappointment in my emotions because I'm thinking about something I have to do. And that's not healthy. If you're looking at something out in the future and you're like, oh, I got to go do, th- I got to go do that job. I don't even like that. Then that's, that's a pretty good <laughs> indication that that's probably not what we should be doing. There's, uh, I'm not saying there's never times in life where we got to suffer or go through something challenging. That's different than actually having a job or having a career that you don't enjoy doing. And I've had so many of those jobs. Uh, you know, Best Burger was my well, my first job, actually. Marty, I actually worked at um, the golf course. I was a golf caddy. And uh, that was actually, uh, I was so skinny that, but man, these guys' bags were so heavy. Like, like, what in the world do you have in here? You know, a guy pulls out a bottle of whiskey and he bought it. You know, I'm like, what in the world? There's supposed to be golf clubs in here. And he's got more golf balls than he's ever going to hit. I mean, it's just some of these golf bags. And I was such a skinny little seventh grader. And that bag would be so heavy. And that's probably why my shoulder still hurts, you know, to this day. But the, the, the cool part about that job 
was that job I actually kind of liked because uh, we would get to golf for free at this really nice country club on Mondays after like 2 p.m. So we'd all get there in the Caddyshack. And uh, if you've never seen the movie Caddyshack, it's a great movie. And I kind of like that job. But um, then I started working at Best Burger. This was like my first real, I mean, caddying was actually a real job. It's just, uh, you know, I only did it in the summer. You can't, you know, there's snow on the ground in the winter. So, so then Best Burger was my first, like, real job was, you know, around the clock or around the calendar. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> around the year, you know what I mean? So I got hired on there, and uh, I think I was a freshman maybe in high school, and they put me back on the burger, or on the fries and onion rings and mozzarella sticks. So I put it in the fryer, they, you know, the order come in, and you you drop the mozzarella sticks or the French fries or the onions, onion rings. And, uh, anyway, I, uh, oh, I, I want to tell this story, but I think I might've told it before. I've told you before, haven't I? I forget if I told it on the podcast, but, uh, the, so the, the manager's like, he put me on, I mean, the, the job sounds horrible. It was, <laughs> I had to, you know, the, 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 the French fries, I would, I would eat so many French fries. I'd make myself a little French fry, uh, you know, thing with the, put the salt and the vinegar on it. I just, I just sit back there and eat. Uh, french fries all the time and then we had a milk uh, milkshake machine we got free milkshakes i'd i mean i'd have a chocolate milkshake and french fries every shift so they also put me on the trash bag duty so you know manager mart his name literally is marty and uh he was like all right paul go to the trash i get these big old black hefty trash bags and you know everyone puts their you know all their trash and they these you guys when you go to a restaurant don't throw your if you drink a coke or a pepsi or whatever and it's half drink Half, half drunk, drank, drinked. What is it? <laughs> half drunk. No, that don't sound right. Half drank, half drinked. I don't know. <clears throat> Who knows? <laughs> but if you if they start if you if you take that thing and then you throw it in the trash can, eventually somebody like me is gonna have to clean it up, and it's it's a mess. So empty that out. Throw throw out the excess liquid and ice before you throw your cup in there. Don't throw the cup full of the stuff. Anyway, that's just you think that'd be common sense, but it would happen every single shift. So I, uh, I, I take the trash out, you know, it's all this ketchup. I just, I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> that was not my destiny. <laughs> That's not what I was created for in life. But uh, hey, I was a freshman in high school. It was just a, you know, a, a opening job there. And uh, so I take the trash bag and it's not opening. I'm like, what in the world? And that's because I had it on the wrong side. I was trying to open the, the, the bottom of it. And so finally I'm like, well, I'll just crack it open. So I crack it open and I, I, created opening in this big hefty black trash bag which was supposed to be the bottom that keeps everything sturdy and held in there but I just you know made my own opening and then I placed that in at the top so that the real opening was at the bottom so as people put their trash in all day long the next day it just went all the way through and so then at the end of the day when the guy went to cut the trash it spilled everywhere you know oh it was it was, it was bad I still remember that that Marty wasn't happy with me that day. And uh, I miraculously walk in one day and I was like, hey, why is my name not on the schedule for next week? <laughs> uh, I was so stupid. I thought like, I was like, hey, you forgot to put me on. And then I came back the next week <clears throat> and uh, I was like, literally, I was so naive. I was like, hey, my, you forgot, you know, I don't have any, you know, work scheduled for this week. And I come back the next week. It's like, hey, my name's, you know, how many shifts? And Marty's like, yeah. He's like, you're not going to be working here anymore. Something like that. I was like, oh, it's devastating. But I say all that tongue-in-cheek and just, 
just kind of joking because I, I really didn't like that job. I mean, I like playing video games with my buddies, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to work, you know, at the at the burger joint. And then as we get older, you know, sometimes we, we there's there's people, and that's one thing maybe to have a job you don't like when you're you got your first job and you're in high school and you you know you don't you don't really necessarily have too much self awareness or too much opportunity depending on where you come from and what city you live in and you know I'm I'm not gonna walk into a you know what I mean. I don't even have a car <laughs> uh, back back then. You know, I'd, my parents would drop me off for work. This was before I had, well, before I had my driver's license. I think I was 15 when I started that job. But, I, but, but what's sad is as we get older, there's people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s that still go to work and they, they don't like their job. There's one gentleman I'm thinking of. Obviously, I'm not going to say his name or where he works, but... Every time I see him, he just, whatever the opposite of joy is, that's what's on his face. And, hey, man, how you doing? Uh, can't wait till five. You know, and you see him on Thursday. I can't wait till Friday. If, 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 if our emotions are we can't wait till it's five o'clock so we get off work or we can't wait till it's Friday so we get off work, then we're probably not connected with our destiny. We're probably not doing the work that we were created to do. And so I'm constantly trying to figure it out what do I want to be doing with my career and I know we got guys listening that are in lawn care landscaping hardscaping and you know a lot of uh, people are are in other industries it can even be within once you figure out and and, and for some people it's like I'm just I'm a little unsettled with this It, it might be a little adjustment it might be a little pivot from lawn care to landscaping or from landscaping to hardscaping or from hardscaping this maybe it's a whole nother I don't know. Uh, not everyone listening, we're, all cre- we're not all created to be doing the same exact thing. Obviously, there's, we all have our own path to go on in life, but these are important to figure out. And the things that we do that suck the life out of us, that oppress us, that annoy us and frustrate us, you know, we need to really consider those customers that suck the life out of us and, and, and move on. The, the job tasks that we do that suck the life out of, f- figure out a way to move into what we enjoy doing. And in, I know in lawn care and landscaping, you know, there's, there's a satisfaction. There's certain jobs that I do that I'm just like, while I'm working on my customer's lawn, I'm like, ah, oh, it looks so good. And I'm just sitting there. I, I got my, you know, I got my music on and I'm, you know, pushing my little mower or doing it, whatever. And it just looks so good. And I'm like, ah, it looks good. We get done and I'll stand back and I'll be like, that looks good. Can't I like, I can't wait for my customer to come home. And uh, I love when he texts me and he's like, you know, the yard looks phenomenal or fabulous, or I get some big compliment. Customer's happy. I'm happy. It's pleasant working at this prop. You know, I'm, I'm specifically thinking about one property. I just like going there. It's peaceful. It's pleasant. It's immaculate immaculate my customer wanted immaculate and that's what I do and uh, it's 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 pleasant and obviously he pays me more than market average I, I mean I know what the other guys are making across the street and to the left and to the right and I'm getting paid more than them and uh, he don't mind paying me more than them and it's a win 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 boom that's healthy that's good there's other customers the night before I have to go to their property this is in the past Oh, I've made my, I'm making my adjustments. I, these people are long gone. But there's, there's properties, there's customers I used to do 
the night before, I'm like, oh. and there's those deep in your soul, there's this frustration, like, I don't want to do that. And you wake up and you, that's not good, friends. That's not good. And so I've had to let go of those customers. I've had to let go of services in my business. Now, some of us, lawn care is the route to go. Some of us, landscaping is the route to go. Some of us, hardscaping is the route to go. Some of us, it's a whole other industry. Maybe lawn care or landscaping, you know, there's a lot of these 19, 20-year-old kids that are starting their companies, and I'm like, you, this is incredible. You're learning how to run a business. You're learning profit margins. You're learning quarterly taxes. You're learning small business. You're learning com- customer relations. You're learning marketing. Maybe all of that is, you know, you're in it for five years or whatever. As this young kid, you learn all these principles and then maybe you're in, you know, uh, you go into a whole nother business, but you actually learned like there's a purpose for your lawn care company or your landscaping company, or maybe it's the whole career. Maybe you just, you're Johnny Moe from Pennsylvania and you do it your whole career and it provides for your wife and your, your daughters and your family and your, you know, your savings for the retire. I mean, who knows which route you go, but there's usually, a, and we can still get a purpose out of it, but maybe it's just a foundation to learn business for something else. And like, I don't know, there's, there's people, there's, you know, thousands and thousands of people listening to this from all over the world. It's, I don't know what your specific destiny is, but I know in my heart, there's things, there, there's times of the day when I flow. We'll get into that in a minute. And there's things that I do when I flow. When I do this podcast, I'm in a flow state. What I mean by that is, you know, Mr. Producer and I, we, 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 we come in here and we flow. Maybe I flow. You, I don't know what you do back there. <laughs> Marty's back there eating yogurt. I don't know what in the world. Is that uh, my yogurt or is that your? Uh, you wouldn't like mine. I get the plain yogurt because I'm, look at that. Look at that six pack, Marty. Look at that. Did you look at it? Well, maybe it's not a six pack, but I'm, I'm telling you, eating cleans, that's pretty good. I used to have a big old chunky belly there and I'm getting down the flat, but I don't eat that, that you got blueberry yogurt. That's got too much sugar in it for me, for you. That's all right. Uh, what was I talking about? Flowing. But there, yeah, there's, there's, there's work that we're doing and it's fun. It's enjoyable. And you gotta, we gotta find that in our life. What, what, what gives us that energy and that buoyancy and we just, we look forward to going to work. And uh, that's what I'm trying to get more of in my life and less of the oppressive, you know, frustrating type moments. So I hope this makes sense. We can dive deeper into this later. I am not missing this flight. <laughs> so I got to make sure that uh, I promptly uh, head down to the um, parking place, park my truck, catch the shuttle, and get ready for this trip. But uh, I want to maximize, I briefly mentioned the flow of my schedule. I mean, there's, for me, my best case scenario is go to bed before 9 p.m. I know that's crazy to most of you listening, but I like to be in bed by 8.39. I don't always pull it off, uh, but I just, I work so hard all day. I get tired by then, and I like to wake up at 5 a.m. That's just my flow state. I like to be up 5 a.m., and, uh, you know, get my coffee going, get my, I get hydrated. I drink a lot of water in the morning and, uh, do my routine in the morning with the Lord. I, you know, I, I, I have that devotional time. I like to play some instrumental piano music. I just have a nice little flow in my morning that caffeine's kicking in good. Sometimes I do my morning workout breakfast and I, I get a lot done in those, you know, from, from 6am to 9am. I am productive. Those are my three, three most productive hours of the day. And then it ebbs and flows throughout the rest of the day. But those, 
I know whatever is most important for me to get done, I got to bang it out from six to nine. That's just, that's very important part of my day. Uh, whether it's my workout, whether it's podcast stuff, whether it's emails, whether it's um, just all that stuff. I, you know, I try to crush it in that flow time. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to get, you know, as efficient as possible at other points of the day. But I just, I know my flow time of when I'm flowing just on the, you know, in the day, in, in the 168 hours in the week, what are my best hours? And there's the things that I'm still working through in my life of what brings me peace and passion and, you know, just an abundance of joy in my heart that I enjoy doing. And I'm trying to do more and more of those. And the things that oppress me and annoy me and I don't look forward to, I'm trying to cut those out of my life, set the boundaries in my life so that I'm getting connected with my destiny. So I know I'm completely in process. It's something that uh, takes a lot of prayer. It takes a lot of, you know, carefully, diligently planning and considering and, and reverse engineering. Where, where do I want my life to be? What, what are those things that I want to be doing uh, in my career? And uh, really figuring all that out. So without further ado, uh, thank you. Without further ado, I don't think that's the right time to say that. That's like when you introduce somebody. Without further ado, here's our speaker today. Without further ado, I'm about to go to the airport. I don't know if that's the right context, is it? But uh, my mind is at the airport, and I got to get there on time. I'm not missing this flight, and I'm kind of excited to go TikTok. It, I feel like on the algorithm, they favor airports. Like some of my big, some of my most, I've deleted so many TikToks. I'm going to ask this girl out like very, 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 very soon. And uh, so I deleted like a bunch of TikToks. I was like, I don't know if that's going to help or hurt my case right there. So I deleted, you know, tens and thousands, tens of thousands of views, not tens of thousands of videos, but, you know, views that had like 70,000 views. I'm like, ah, it's it's hard to delete a video that has, you know, over 100,000 views or whatever. But I was like, delete, 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 delete. In case she looks me up on TikTok, you, you know, I want to be somewhat respectable. <laughs> Marty, you, you don't have, you don't have TikTok, do you? Does your wife have it? You don't know. It's 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 up and coming, man. So, all right. Well, I'm headed to the airport. Thanks again, Almond Landscape. We uh, appreciate Caleb. Go support him. Give him a follow on the Instagram. And uh, Caleb's got his How to Install Pavers courses there. They're only $99. Caleb will teach you how to be a professional hardscaper at howtoinstallpavers.net. How to Hardscape. That's the podcast. Mike Pletz out of Toronto, on Toronto, Ontario. That's what I tried to say there. Uh, How to Hardscape podcast. Make sure you guys go over there and uh, smash the subscribe button for old Mike Pletz in Toronto, Canada. Eh? And uh, speaking of Canada, Jobber. That, uh, they're in Canada too. I think maybe Calgary. I don't know. I, I got to do a little geography on Canada. It looks. I was looking at the map the other day. I was like, dang, Canada is gigantic. I don't know how much of it is populated, but it, you know, the mass of land that's there is... Uh, Bigger than I ever I ever thought. I was kind of looking at the map. So anyway, uh, thank you to Jobber, your business's command center, the easy-to-use app powers your sales operations and customer service all in one place. I got that memorized. <laughs> I think I've had it memorized for a while. And uh, yeah, if you guys want some bookkeepers, man, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, they can get you set up, uh, Megan and Joey, and uh, throw that link in the show's notes, Ring Lawn Care. And uh, thank you everybody who has been linking arms with us here at the green industry podcast everybody going to the Kohler event in uh mississippi we will see you soon and uh, i'm gonna go to the airport
You got any? You got anything you want to say, Marty? He said, produce that show and make that dough. You know, I, w- I I would take you on this trip, but Sean invited me and he paid for everything. You know, he paid for the ticket and all that, so I can't. I I, I felt like it would have been a reach. Like, hey, can you get Marty too? Because any. You ever put someone in a situation where then he'd be, like, feeling obligated? Like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll take care of Marty, too. But what if he didn't really want to do that and he felt pressure to do that? You know what I mean? So it's 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 called relational intelligence, Marty. <laughs> it's called relational intelligence. I, I, I read into that, and I'm like, that's not in, that's improper. I'm not, uh, there's no point of even asking. So I didn't ask, but uh, it's all good, man. It's, I, I, I got it. We, we, we made it in Alabama without you. It was, uh, I think we did all right. Yeah, Philippe, no, Philippe is not going on this trip. Yeah, I'm going to take the camera. I'll probably vlog a little bit, so we'll see. I'm, I'm more concerned about this inviting this girl out to coffee, so I'm like, I don't know how good these interviews are going to be because that's, that's all I've been thinking about. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to waste this opportunity. I want to take the risk and see where it goes. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We're going to Mississippi. Actually going to New Orleans, then Mississippi. We'll be back soon. Thanks for listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Make sure you subscribe today. Well, guys, we are having a blast creating the Green Industry Podcast. Whether we're on the road somewhere or we're back in Atlanta in the studio, we give our best effort to create the highest quality, value-packed show that we possibly can. And we certainly appreciate you taking the time to listen. Now, there are a couple ways you can support the show, and we certainly appreciate it. Number one is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. We are so thankful to everyone who's taken the time to go and drop however many stars you think the show's worth. It's a five-star system, so obviously five stars is the best, but whatever you honestly uh, think the show's worth we would appreciate that and then drop a sentence or two just a quick comment this feedback helps us structure the shows in the future and it really means a lot uh, in the itunes world so if you could please drop us a rating and review and if you've already done so we want to say thank you and another way you can support the show is by sharing 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 word of mouth referrals as we discuss on the show are so powerful and so when you take a quick moment to share the show to your instagram story or whatever social media platform you use it means so much to us we appreciate every Everybody who does this and if you've been blessed by the show we want to encourage you to share 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 it helps us so much so thanks for listening we are just warming up this has been a lot of fun and uh, please drop a rating and review and share the show thank you